welcome back to J. Marie Speaks. I'm your host, J. Marie. We will now discuss mending the brokenness, seven steps to healing. Step five, friendship. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, friendship is defined as the state of being friends, the quality or state of being friendly. According to the Bible, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, 9 through 10, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Life throws curveballs on a regular basis. We are not always prepared for the ripple effects of life's challenges. We find ways to adapt and trust that process to keep us safe, but this is not always good. I've been independent for most of my life. It can be a very lonely place because you don't trust anyone to keep your best interest in mind. This way of thinking left me in many emotionally abusive situations and it wasn't until God sent angels to me in the form of friends and family did I see the light. But I also need to let you all know too, I had to be willing to see the light. Because oftentimes God sends us many signs that a situation is not good, but the heart wants what it wants or the flesh wants what it wants, that you ignore those signs and you try to justify it. And to be honest, it is what it is. If you see a red flag, it's a red flag and you need to run because you will save yourself a lot of heartache and pain. I have many people that I'm friendly with, but my inner circle consists of 25 people. That list varies between friends and family. And I also have newfound friendships too. And I'm still, you know, learning those people that I have now included in my friendship circle. Because with me, friendship is an action, it's not just a word. Most of the people that are already in my circle have always been a part of my life. But my pain blinded me to the friendships that I had in all of them. You cannot live in this world alone. And I know everybody likes to say, I'm independent, I'm just that other. You can still be independent, but still receive help. Because if you think that you're going to live in this world alone and think that you're going to be okay, you're wrong. A true friend will see past the surface and break down the layers of your life. Someone that you may believe to be an enemy, God may use a situation to make them a friend. I used to bottle up all my struggles because I was ashamed of my situation. I had to trust God to bring me through everything. But I also had help along the way. It took a village to raise me as a child 
and to save me as an adult. Being prideful doesn't help when your life depends on it. It is a bad decision to believe that you can do everything alone. You can't hire yourself, give yourself a job, approve your home loan, etc. It is beneficial to network and develop purposed friendships. My grandmother passed away in April 2023. She was almost 94 years old. She outlived her friends, most of her children, and husband. She told me to always expand my friendships so that I never feel lonely. Friendships are an extended family. You can tell your friends things that you don't tell family, but you can't confide 100% on those friendships. Be mindful that everyone is not capable of understanding everything in your life, nor is it their responsibility. Be mindful that information you share could be discussed with others because it may be too heavy for your friend to carry the load alone. You must develop a personal relationship with God for yourself and pour out your heart. He is listening and waiting for you to talk to him. I talk to God every day because the people of this world will test you. I am far from perfect, but I surround myself with good people that I know have my best interests at heart. I advise you to do the same. Please remember that you will become most like the five people that you surround yourself with every day. Check your circle and make sure that friendship is an action, not just a title. If you don't have any friends, my question to you is why? The Bible even talks about the importance of friendships, yet you have none. If this is the case, are you in an environment that prohibits friendships or is this a personal preference? If it's a personal preference, again, I'm asking you, why do you choose to be alone? Please go back and listen to step three of the Mending the Broken series, Seven Steps to Healing. The particular topic I want you to concentrate on is forgiveness. Something happened to you to get you to that point and you need to take a deep dive into you to understand what that trauma was to bring you to that conclusion because nobody just comes up and say I just don't want any friends something is going on with you that you think that makes you think that isolation is okay. Isolation is okay sometimes, but human contact is necessary. There are so many stereotypes. I'm gonna switch the subject for a second. There are so many stereotypes surrounding black women. For example, I am a black woman. And the some of the stereotypes that surround us are we're angry, we're aggressive, we compete with each other, we're jealous. And 
this doesn't apply to all black women. For the most part, every black woman that I've seen, we have a sisterhood. And it's interesting. Sometimes it's an unspoken history. It's an unspoken sisterhood. Everyone that I know are nurturers. And they are highly educated. You know, from college or they are highly educated from life. But regardless, these women are great women that I respect. I'm going to list two examples of two women that are in my friend circle that I really feel um, are great examples of how friendships can develop and grow into something greater. Felicia Weathers founded the Butterfly Group almost four years ago. She followed her heart and mind to change those stereotypes that I listed and more. This group has been a blessing to my life and saved me a lot of money on therapy because I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have to go to therapy because of the butterfly group. Felicia stretched beyond her trauma and used this group to heal her trauma as well as others. Our group is solid and I love my butterfly sisters. We constantly empower each other to become the healed version of ourselves and are challenged to meet our maximum potential. We love each other in action and words. Every woman brings a necessary uniqueness to the group. And all of these women are black women. We don't exclude anyone else, but just everyone in the group happens to be black women. I encourage you to find your tribe and build. The butterfly group is a part of my tribe. My second example is Latasha Mosley. She is both my friend and sister-in-law. She has encouraged me to always be my very best and I do the same for her. I speak to her, I say at least once a week. I encouraged her a long time ago to build a brand and she did. She's always been a person that can cook very well. And she was already going to create her business. But in the midst of her creating her business, I remember uh, I remember something Steve Harvey said in regards to find something that you can sell for $10 and sell it over and over and over again. And I encouraged her to do so. She established a granola brand. And oh my goodness, it is so, so good. So good. And it's very soft. She bakes it. It's awesome. She is the owner of Sweet Confections by Latasha LLC. Based out of Watertown, New York. As I stated, she has a granola brand. And it's my opinion, and I'm unbiased because I am a foodie, but 
Her granola is unmatched. And I love granola. And her granola is soft. You can use it in ice cream, cereal, eat it as a snack, um, uh, cookies, uh, wherever you, whatever you can think of with granola, it, it can be done. And she has so many different flavors. At one point, she even doubted herself initially, but my brother, her children, me, friends, and family believed in her. And she received the courage that she needed to deliver a unique, healthy quality product. We were her tribe. Just imagine if she was doing this alone. You know, any type of doubt would have prohibited her from being the person that she is today, which is a successful baker these two ladies are one of one of many friendship stories that I can share circling back friendships help you build a tribe of never-ending support and accountability lack of friendship can leave you lonely stressed depressed unhappy mentally burnt out etc I need you to learn how to be friendly so that others will receive your friendship. Can't go around trying to beat someone up, talking about you better be my friend. Don't do that. It's something that needs to happen naturally, organic, by you actually spending time with someone, learning who that person is, understanding whether or not you all have anything to communicate on. Because friendships are important. My children actually taught me the power and influence that friendships can have over you. I watched how um, they operated sometimes when they were little. And even now as adults. And it took away my belief of saying, you know, friends aren't necessary, blah, blah, blah. And you sometimes forget those friendships that you had as children. And those are some pretty, pretty close bonds. Some people don't talk to people that they spoke to as a child. But I encourage you to reach back, especially if it was a, a close bond. I'm sure your friend or friends would love to hear from you. I've seen the watch about watching my children. I've seen the influence of good friends and I've seen the influence of bad friends. And as parents, you can guide your children all that you want, but they don't always respond to you. They sometimes look to their peers no matter what, or they want to fit in. You all know how that is. We've all been there. And if you hang around the bad friends, eventually you can be a good person, but you're going to conform to being like them and vice versa. 
A healthy friendship will empower you and hold you accountable. A toxic friendship covets your life and secretly, a person secretly wants to see you fail. Be mindful of who you call a friend. And I need you to understand something according to the Bible. 1 Corinthians 15 and 33. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Even the Bible tells you that. Even if you don't believe in the Bible, logically thinking, you hang around bad people or if you're always exposed to a bad environment and no one ever showed you anything differently. You can have all the good intentions in the world. But you will be corrupt. You need to feed your mind good things each and every single day. Feed your heart, feed your eyes, any part of you that's receiving any type of energy. Let it be positive as much as possible. But understand, whether you want to or not, my grandmother, her life taught me that friendships are essential in this life. And that you need to continue to expand your tribe with authentic people. Vet your people. Don't just let people in the door. You know, whatever you need to do to understand whether or not that person belongs to your tribe is very important. And keep in mind, history is not always healthy. Just because you guys have been friends a long time. If you all are not friends for the right reasons then that's a pointless friendship and it doesn't need to be one-sided your peace of mind is a priority remove anything from your life that doesn't empower you to become the best version of you daily I need y'all to really think about that I'm gonna read that one more time your peace of mind is a priority. Remove anything from your life that doesn't empower you to become the best version of you daily. If it's a job that's getting on your nerves. Now, I ain't telling nobody to quit your job. Now, y'all can't quit your jobs out here. But I do encourage you to get your resume together. Get someone to help you if needed. And start applying. Start applying to other positions. And. Whichever job gives you the best offer. Then you go to it. Instead of complaining about your job. But I will say that you also need to look. At the job that you're currently in. And ensure that you're not the problem. Because if you're showing up late to work all the time and your manager holds you accountable, that's a you problem. That's not a them. And you're going to take that to any job that you go. So let's make sure we truly, truly make an assessment of our situation before we jump to gun. Before we jump the gun. We need to fix today. We need to fix right now. Yes, the future looks bright, but can't hop to the future until we fix the present.
and in order for you to be able to enjoy the present you got to make sure you heal from the past so you have to again make peace a priority and I'm going to say this over and over and over again forgiveness is a superpower forgiveness is not for them it is for you you forgive others not because they deserve it but to set yourself free because if not they're going to control you whoever hurt you whatever situation release it from your life that doesn't mean that it's not going to bother you sometime but release it so that every single decision you make is not based upon that and I know it hurts I know it hurts but we need to get out of what I call the Lot's wife mentality. She wasn't supposed to look back, but she did and turned to a pillar of salt. So that reminded me that if you continue to look back in your past, your desire for the past will mess up your present and also your future. If you're independent, that's great. If you're a person that feel like, oh, I'll be isolated, that I, I don't agree with that. And it's okay to have an independent way of living and an independent mindset to a degree. But you have to remember, you're not the same person that you were 10 years ago. And 10 years from now, you're not going to be the same person you are today. God's word is going to be the same, but you're not going to be the same. Because different life situations will affect your life. And the Mending the Brokenness series, as a reminder, is based upon the healing steps that God gave me that I'm sharing with you. So that I can be a lighthouse to help guide you guys in the storms of life. But I, I challenge you to come up with a process for yourself. So that when the storms of life come your way, you can go back and revisit these steps. So that you can heal faster. Uh, I went to church today. And... Chandler spoke today, which was very, very amazing. And he said the words of rise and go over. And they reminded us that God stretches us in situations. Even in your grief, you still have to rise up from it and go over your Jordan. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty powerful. If you go back and look at the message, for, uh, go um, to Right Direction and you'll see it on YouTube. But it was a pretty powerful message. And it can help anyone. You don't have to be religious to understand the message that was being said today. It was very, very powerful. And it can help to deliver you 
mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually and keep you from being stuck in a certain place in time. You still got work to do. You still have a life to live. And there is someone that needs to hear whatever it is that you have to say. And that's because you are strong enough to go through whatever that situation is and to overcome it. That doesn't mean you're not going to get tired. But there's grace and favor over your life that you're not going to fail unless you choose to fail. So, all right, everyone, that's my time. Thank you for tuning in to Jay Marie Speaks. I'm your host, Jay Marie, a.k.a. Jamela Hillary Harris. I will see you next week for step six of the Men in the Brokenness series, Seven Steps to Healing. Have a good night.